This is Just Football. Hello and welcome to Just Football and I am back after a two-week break um, but this week Dave has dropped to the bench um, and he's not with us but we have got Dan P with us. We've got Double Dan. Hi Dan. You right, Dan? Yeah. I'm the ever present so far. I'm the ever present so far but that will change in a couple of weeks. I'm just have saying you not, now. Have you not missed one? I don't think so. I don't think so. And you've even done all the bonus episodes as well, haven't you? Well done. I think I should be promoted to captain now. That's promoted it. to captain, yeah. Yeah, have you got the armband on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, yeah, we'll get, we'll get started. So, got a few things to, to talk through as ever. Um, it's probably worth mentioning at the moment, um, we are recording this just as the Charity Shield is being played. I believe it's still nil-nil. Um, yeah, yeah. But... I don't know about you, but it feels like it's come around quickly because obviously now the football season has started and it feels like we were only just talking about the review of last season. And now a few weeks later, you know, obviously the lower leagues, the championship and the lower leagues um, started this weekend. And then Charity Shield uh, today with Premiership starting next weekend. Yeah, I was talking to someone at work because, yeah, as, as you said, the, the the football league started two nights ago now, so on Friday. I was saying to someone at work that feels like it's come around quicker but I can't remember now did the season finish a bit later because of the World Cup yeah I wondered exactly so I'm not saying yeah as to say that's right I was wondering exactly the same thing uh, just before we come online because it does feel like it the off season's only been about five six weeks and it mm. must be that must it must have started later finished later because of the World Cup yeah yeah but, but anyway um, it's always good to have football back yeah, it is here. And it's, it's probably worth mentioning that this is a time where everyone is getting together their fancy football teams um, because that piques interest obviously next week. Um, and then what I tend to find is that then four weeks later, I lose interest because I've picked all the wrong players and, it, and it's done. But it's, it's probably worth mentioning that we're going to create a Just Football uh, Fancy Football League, um, which we hope that you all like to join and, and compete with us. And we'll get all the details out of that on social media over the next week or so, so you can sign sign your team up. Yeah, and right. um, you'll, you'll be able to beat Dan, so yeah, make sure you sign up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, as long as you're beating me by the second week, you're probably bound to to, to stay on stay on top just, of me. Just but. quickly on that, yeah. I mean, I love doing fantasy football every year, but one or two things happens to me either. I forget to make a couple of transfers one week and then it annoys me so much that I, I just put it down for a few weeks or I tinker too much. I just constantly change players. I'm just always yeah. doing that. And, and so, yeah, I, I, one extreme or the other, it seems to be. I, I think one season I had a player um, who started the season well, so he stayed in there. And then in January, he left to go to a European team. And I got to the end of the season, I hadn't subbed him out. So he, he was he was still in my squad, um, just sitting there with a big black mark against his name. I see I put more effort into thinking of a team name than I do into the, the actual season. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll get some, some details out about that. Um, so on to our agenda. Um, so first of all, we should mention the Women's World Cup. Um, so over the last few days, and we're obviously in the last 16 stage now, we're halfway through the last 16 stage, um, Netherlands beat South Africa 
Um, Spain beat Switzerland 5-1, so quite a big result. Um, Japan beat Norway 3-1. And this morning, and obviously there's a bit of controversy, or I don't know if it is controversy actually, but there's obviously a bit of an event um, happened this morning, which we'll talk about just now. But Sweden knocked out the favourites, USA, on a penalty shootout. And you and I haven't I read the report on this, but you texted me this morning to tell me that VAR was used in a penalty shootout. Yeah, I literally only saw the penalty shootout uh, for this game. I thought I'd missed it, and I saw it was it got the penalty so quickly turned it over. And and yeah, and it, it, firstly, it was actually quite an exciting um, or dramatic penalty shootout. So I think they it was it went to two all. Then Sweden missed a penalty, so the USA went three two up. Then they both missed a penalty. Then Sweden scored, and America missed to put put it to to three all. Then on the Six six penalty, which would rate it for all. The American keeper scored, so the the keeper took up to oh, take wow. a penalty and actually scored. Just I think that one was straight down the middle. It was a great penalty. But what happened? Yeah, I've, and and I someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I know you you'll be quick to. Um, but yeah, basically Sweden scored. Um, then no, sorry. Um, America took their penalty. I think they missed. Then Sweden went up to take it. The The American keeper made a save, but it kind of spilled up over her. She then sort of stuck an arm out, flung the ball out, and was saying it didn't go over the line, didn't go over the line. And it did go to VAR, yeah, and VAR said, no, it was a goal. Now, it took ages for the replay to come through. And I don't know if you see a picture, um, but it is the slimmest of margins. That ball, if there's a fraction... It's barely over the line. I mean, it's obviously over the line, otherwise I wouldn't have given it. But this is the margins um, we're talking about now. Uh, but yeah, so but, Sweden won 5-4. But you would have, I thought there would be goal line technology that did that like in an instant. You know where it makes the referees watch buzz? Um, so I'm surprised Maybe. that went... Because uh, yeah. in a normal game, that wouldn't usually go to VAR, would it? It would be flagged as going over the line. Yeah, yeah, and maybe I don't know. Maybe it was, or maybe in a penalty shootout, it's 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 different. I don't know, but yeah, it took a while. Um, or maybe the goal line technology wasn't working, and and maybe that's what it is. Maybe rather than than the VAR, but yeah, you saw the the like the Hawkeye image, for want of a better term, of the ball literally just being over the line. So yeah, so the current holders um, knocked out by Sweden. So. And they've won it the last, I think they've won it like last three or four times in a row, haven't they? So they really are the, the heavy favourites, I thought. Yeah, I think, I think they were saying that it would have been the three-peat, so I don't know if this would have been third um, on the bounce. Now, I'm guessing this now makes England possibly favourites. Yeah, so I was just trying to look it up as as we sp- spoke, uh, sp- spoke as, as we were speaking. Um, so England women are now the favourites um, to win the World Cup. Um, with Spain and Japan uh, being second and third, third in line, so yeah, it's a good sign for England. I just obviously Germany must I, I must have not followed this, but Germany went out then quite early on because I thought they were quite a strong team as well. Yeah, they went out. They went out the last group game. I think it was. Um, oh, I can't remember who they played, but yeah, I think they went out Friday, Thursday, yeah. Friday. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great for England women to then win the Euros and the World Cup. On the bounce, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a statement, isn't it? Yeah, that really is. 
and you, you begin to wonder, obviously, about Serena, who's managing him. At what you know, at what point do the England men team think, oh, maybe we'll take Serena on as manager and, and try her out for the next couple of competitions? Well, you know, we we spoke about this, didn't we? So, so a few weeks ago, we spoke about Forest Green Rovers, was it? Who got the first yeah. female caretaker manager? You know, we were saying in the end, football is football, right? If you're in terms of a managing perspective, so yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, if she if she has done it, why not? Yeah, you know, it, that, it, you it can't was... ask for a better CV than that. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to look to see what Forest Green's result was. Oh, unfortunately, they lost their first game 2-0 to Salford um, yesterday. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. And for this whole getting towards equality and, and pushing the women's game forward, it would be amazing for someone like her to get involved in the men's game as a high-profile high, high manager coming across. Yeah, and it also, what I, what I find funny... Um, is there's been obviously there's always been a lot of talk as well recently about does it should it be an English person to be the English manager and and that's also kind of been blown yeah. out of water in in for the female team uh, w- w- with her so it's it, it would be interesting I mean would the I wonder how the fans would react I mean like I said you can't argue with a Euro and World Cup winner in back to back tournaments. If if you just saw that, if if you said to somebody, right, would you take a yeah a two two time tournament winner back to back to manage your team, and you didn't see names or anything, you'd see, yeah. you'd, you'd pick you'd point to that, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, you really would. Um, but I think there's I think there's quite a lot of people that are really stuck in their ways and stuck in the olden times who would, you know, find fault in that or, or criticize that, but. I'd be open to the idea. I think it could 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 really work um, it, it, as, as long it, as she gets some respect from as long as she gets some respect from her players. Then uh, let it be, let it happen. Yeah. yeah, and and you'd think international football is probably even more more likely for it to happen because it isn't played every week. It's you don't. Yeah, she could she could even do both teams, couldn't she? Because they're the tournaments <laughs> yeah. at different times. <laughs> And oh, she's not playing games every week like a Premier League manager or a club league manager. You, you could you potentially that? do both. Could yeah. you imagine that? Superb. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Make it happen, FA. Come yeah. on. <laughs> if you're listening. Um, so so um, anything else to mention about the Women's World Cup? No, I think I think it is the, the shock of the States going out today. So, yeah, watch your space. I mean, England, did you say? I think you said play tomorrow. Nigeria tomorrow morning. I think it kicks off about half eight UK time. Yeah, so I guess it's a watcher space now to see what happens with the uh, the holders and the favourites out. The the thing is, this this might all be a mute point because by the time this episode's released, <laughs> that game that well, game would have happened. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, for us it's not happened yet. But for anyone listening, it has happened. So you you know the result. Um. Elsewhere, we mentioned that the, the championship has started and, and the lower leagues have, have started, um, which is good to see. So just a few, picked out a few results and I've kind of focused on the teams that came down um, from the premiership. Um, so Sheffield Wednesday played Southampton in their first game and bearing in mind, also Sheffield Wednesday just got promoted, hadn't they, from their, their playoff yeah, yeah. 
um, adventures last season. So they were playing Southampton. Uh, so that's a big high-profile game. But Southampton, whoever winners, 2-1. Um, and then Leicester played Coventry. And obviously Coventry were a losing um, playoff finalists last season. So they're probably feeling a bit aggrieved that they didn't go up. Um, and Leicester took that one 2-1. Um, and then Leeds were the third team that went down at home to Cardiff. I can't remember how Cardiff fared last year. They weren't in the playoffs, were they? So they were obviously a, a bit lower. Um, but Lee, that was a, a two-all draw. Um, so overall, for relegated sides, two out, two out of three wins. Um, yeah. I was just going to shout out a, a couple of other ones. You've obviously, well, obviously, but for us, a local side, Stevenage in League One started with an away win as well. Um, I'd like to see Stevenage get up there you know it's uh yeah especially as a lo- local side i think um yeah they they for years they've they've kind of tried haven't they um imagine having yeah. the stevenage luton in the premier league in a few years time <laughs> yeah yeah that that would be yeah you wouldn't have afforded it a few years ago would you um and also in the championship we had um watford made a great start against qpr didn't they they, they beat qpr 4-0 um, I so think they scored. Top. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, they they scored after one minute, so they really got off to a flyer um, yesterday. Um, so they might be keeping their manager a little bit longer. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, League One, other key results: Barnsley beat Port Vale seven nil, um, which is obviously a, a big win. You just imagine, as as a football fan, you're always excited about the start of a season. I just <laughs> yeah. wonder if Port Vale fans are, are still excited. Um, what I mean, for the first well. game of the season, absolutely. I I never forget um, when I when I went to um, started supporting Biggleswich United. First game I think was like a friendly or a cup game, but then the first league game I went to, I never forget. It was a Tuesday night. It was dark. It was and it was pouring down with rain, and I think we lost five one. You know, and that was like my first yeah. league game I went to. Yeah, it it does take the gloss of it a little bit. I, I remember going to I remember going to Tottenham on the first game of the season, really pumped up when we lost two 0 to Everton, and it was a terrible, terrible result. I think I was done with the season uh, there and then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might not yeah. been first game; it might have been second game. Um, but yeah, it, it does does take the gloss of it. Um, and another result, which we talked about just before we started recording, there's Wrexham, uh, who were back in the football league, had an eight goal thriller with. MK Dons, but lost 5-3. Um, so goals galore um, in in that game. Um, also in the Scottish League, I saw that Rangers lost to Kilmarnock 1-0. Um, so you obviously don't see them get off to a bad start. But um, yeah, they start off a loss with Celtic picking up three points against Ross County. Do you think, it's just not, going back... Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go on, go on. No, I was going to say, it's just... It's, it's just nice to kind of look at um, football scores again, isn't it? And then them not yeah. be pre-season friendlies. Like, I, I quite <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I use a live score app. So you have to scroll right away to the bottom. You have to keep scrolling because you have to get to the club friendly section because yeah. it goes around the world, doesn't it? Um, now, I was yeah. just going to say, going back to the Wrexham result, there's going to be quite a bit of pressure on Wrexham this year, isn't there? Because, okay, you know, not only have they been promoted up, but there's going to be a lot of eyes and a lot of press coverage on them. So do you think there is a bit of pressure that's going to creep in? I think there is a bit of pressure. And 
I'm happy to be correct on this, but I think their main striker's injured, didn't he? Didn't he puncture a lung in one of their pre-season yeah. friendlies against yeah. Man United? And I'm not yeah, sure yeah. how long that means he's out, but he's really been the big player for them the last few years. I um, um, Well, I'm not going to see him for a couple of weeks because he's actually on holiday, but the guy I work with, he supports MK Dons because the other thing was they got relegated last year, so it'll be interesting to see what they do because again, another local side but yeah he managed to get a ticket to that game so <laughs> when he is back in a couple of weeks I'll, uh, I'll catch up with him I did say if he if he got to meet Ryan uh, or Rob to uh, to tell him about the podcast so if you're listening Ryan um, yeah, yeah come on <laughs> I think I think Hugh Jackman was there yesterday um, oh, was he as well yes? yeah watch, watching the Wrexham game it's quite weird isn't it seeing all these like A-list celebrities suddenly appear at Wrexham Football Club uh, watching yeah, matches yeah. Um, but on, on MK Dons, I think they're in the same division as AFC Wimbledon now, aren't they? Or are they mm-hmm. the division? So, so that's going to obviously be a bit of a clash yeah. um, this year with a lot of uh, ill feeling toward, between those two teams. Yeah, that'll um, be interesting to watch, yeah. I was just just I was going to see Rex and I was just going to see... Um, just make sure, sorry, bear with me. Yeah, so Ben Foster started in goal yesterday. Um, and Mullin, uh, yeah, didn't play, so I think he is out for for a little while. Um, and talking about Wrexham, obviously there's been some other similar news um, this week as well, with Tom Brady obviously being a massive, massive um, NFL star in America, has become a part owner in Birmingham City Football Club, um, which feels to me completely out of the blue um, and completely random. <laughs> is as well and they I, I saw that they made a bit of a so it was really weird because I was scrolling down Twitter or X um, we, we'll find out what the politically correct name is to call that social media site but I was scrolling down that and I saw this Birmingham City tweet that had obviously come out or been retweeted or whatever and they were doing like it was almost like a video like um, we've just signed a player type video Yeah. and I looked, watched it and I was like I'm sure I'm sure he, I'm sure that's Tom Brady. Like, and I had to go and research what the news was to work out what it was. And it was he's become a part owner um, in the club. Not be a link there somehow because it's a random. It's it's a bit random. Do yeah. they have American owners anyway? Like, I'm. I don't know, but I wonder how Lord Joey fits his feeling. Has been a, a Villa fan. Now there's going to be some glitz and glamour come to uh, yeah to Birmingham, the other side of the city. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what it does to the club because obviously, but and it's a it's a little bit different because yeah, yeah. Wrexham was taken over um, from a fan supporters group, wasn't it? Uh, and they've taken over completely. Where this is just a, a minority ownership, so it's it's obviously a little bit different. But it'd be good, it'd be interesting if he gets involved in the club or yeah. you know, with his winning mentality, whether it comes into coaching or mentoring, or, or is it just a business thing? Yeah, it might just be a business yeah. thing, but Although it's just a weird. It's just a weird club to get involved in. You say it's out there news. Something I forgot to mention in last week's episode. Did you see the the rumor around Tottenham? No. About Jay Z looking to take them over. Really? Yeah. Did you not see that? It was it was doing around a couple of weeks ago. I mean, Beyonce plays a few concerts there, and all of a sudden we're going to be taken over by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring, I'll bring it up, but there was um, yeah, there was rumors about him looking to, to take over the club. I mean, you know, it's all it's all um 
Or what is it? It's all social media talk. But yeah, this was a week ago. Um, I'm looking at time out now. Yeah, Jay-Z wants to buy Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, apparently. So yeah. I'm not sure how that news sits for me. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be completely honest. Um, I don't think it's I like a, it. As, as much as a, I want Levy to, get, Levy to go, I don't think that's the answer. <laughs> well, I mean, he... he They'd have quite a bit of money. I mean, it's 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 that classic thing, isn't it? About what's the, you know, we're starting to see more and more of celebrities move into ownership now. What does that mean? I mean, in the end, we've said now, football is isn't a, it, it's not just what it used to be. It's not a football game anymore. It's a business, and there's money there, especially in England. Um, so you know that it's it's just another thing to add to portfolio, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, that that would be bizarre. I mean, um, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it, um, it'd be different. That's that's for sure. Because I, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of watched a documentary on Rex. Welcome to Wrexham, and I really like how Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKenney come across, and what they and how passionate they are getting about the club. And you kind of watch that, and you think. They care a lot more about Wrexham and how Daniel Levy comes across in the in the Amazon documentary about Tottenham, where he just comes across as a businessman, and I yeah. kind of like that. I, I don't know how how a celebrity would, like Jay Z would come across in that respect. What I would say about that, though, and you know, obviously, I, I can't talk about how they're going to be in that time, but I think it's a different prospect taking over a club like Wrexham, which is a small. At the moment, yeah. it's well small. I mean, you know, they. I remember years ago them on a good FA Cup run, but it is a different prospect taking over a top flight, you know, Premier League club, which is a massive industry. There's a lot more community feeling in Wrexham yeah. than yeah. there is. So one, you know, what I'm trying to say is, if Wrexham did get promoted right up to the Premier League, I don't think it can be like it is now. Yeah. Um, and and just on the Jay Z thing, just wanted because he has got a. Um, a sports management company so it's not necessarily i think that he'd be just you know mr jay-z buying it i think he he did set up a, a sports company a while ago and i think they've got a link with serial already so yeah i just think it's funny that um yeah was was uh the the concert said the beyonce concerts was that part of it or he liked the stage it, so much <laughs> it, it, it might be obviously with tottenham i think tottenham's not just a football club it's an entertainment yeah. complex and it might be it's that side of a business he wants he's interested in to have an entertainment venue and Tottenham just play football there from time to time. Yeah. And that's 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 yeah. kind of what I where well, I feel Tottenham's heading at the moment under Levy as well. Um but, but a final but, thing on it for me, but what a total contrast, wouldn't it? <laughs> to yeah. go from Daniel Levy to, to Jay Z. Yeah, can you think of anything more extreme? It's uh <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, weird one. Well, we'll see how that pans out, and hopefully, well, I don't know what I hope for in that news, but yeah, time will tell. Um, transfer news. Um, so obviously, Harry Kane is currently still a Tottenham player, uh, and at the time of recording, he's just scored four goals in a friendly. Um, so, and the only really new thing I've seen on the Harry Kane thing, I. As we get more and more towards the start of the season, I feel like there's more and more chance of him going. Um, and, you know, as we've said before, fair play to him if he goes. But the bit, the reason why I've called out the Harry Kane news is he has kind of come out and said, if 
that no deal has been done when Tottenham line up against Brentford next week, then he is staying at Tottenham um, for next season and will look to extend his contract, which is an interesting thing for a player to come out and say. And you do wonder if that is kind of a bit of a power play to say, Levy, you need to kind of get get a move on with this. Um, yeah, yeah. And, oh, it's, it's, and, st- and stop messing around with Munich. If, if you know, if, if all parties have agreed we're going to go, it's kind of like stop faffing around um, and, and sort it out. Do you remember a few years ago, though, he didn't put himself in the best light when there was that whole rumour, did he not return back? So, yeah, he's doing the right thing from a PR perspective. Um, yeah, I saw that. I can't remember, though, if I saw something along the lines of, though, that he didn't really want to... That he'd stay, but he he would want the club to get a fee for him. So he's trying to, also, you know, say the right things. So I'm wondering, does he, you know, would it be sign a two-year contract yeah. deal on a guarantee think, that he will be sold next year if we don't think, do well I think it'll be that I think it is your right I think it's either signed for Munich or he'll sign even if it's like a season extension just yeah. to have the, the transfer go through next year um, yeah I did, I, I did I think there's also a bit of personal thing in it because that season where he didn't return and it, it was, he was rumours go to City that season was his worst season as a Spurs player um, yeah. and I, I wonder if he's got that in mind he's like I don't want to go through that again. That was a faff. You know, I didn't start yeah. playing for like a month after the season started. Um, so there's probably a bit of personal gain in, in that statement as well. Yeah, I, it's, it's funny. I've got mixed things and there's a lot of, I was saying to you beforehand, the, the psychology almost behind this one. Um, I I thought he was going to go. Then I, I was thinking, no, he's not. Now, the only thing that had, put in my mind that he is going is all of a sudden Spurs have now again sort of started to step up some negotiations so I'm thinking yeah. are they trying to get that done before we sell him so the price of the players we're after don't go up when when people know we've got 100 million in from the cane sale because I think um although it's a great signing but Spurs being Spurs we we signed Ashley Phillips um I can't remember where from now but for two million Black, from Black, for Blackburn <laughs> Blackburn that's it, right? Yeah, because it triggered that that release. And um, we're, we're putting on the finishing touches to uh, Van der Ven, which I think is around 43 million. Um, there's another couple being discussed. So that's the only thing. There's been a bit of a flurry. Um, bear in mind, the season starts Friday. Mm-hmm. And we've got the... But you want to have it all done before this starts because the, the, the transfer window closes at the end of August, right? But you don't want to be signing players once you've started playing, do you? Agreed. But sorry, yeah, just think... on, on the whole, sorry, just on the whole thing though, what do you think? Because all the stories that were coming out the weekend were that Bayern gave Tottenham a deadline and then Levy goes to Miami on holiday. <laughs> you know, there's power play, isn't there? I, I think, uh, yeah, I think he's a bit of a, I think he's difficult to do business with. Um, and I think, I don't know if that's, ever an advantage to Tottenham or a disadvantage. I think it's an advantage to keep the players that he wants to keep. Um, I know that when we sold Berbatov to Man United a few years ago, I think Ferguson came out afterwards and says, I'm never, ever dealing with Tottenham again uh, because it was just such hard work. Um, So Levy is definitely a businessman and I think he will get what he wants out of this. If he wants 110 million, as an example, he will get 110 million or he doesn't go. I, I don't think there's any... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I do wonder though, and I, I kind of feel for Kane. Like I said, if he goes, I wouldn't be, 
I'd be upset because we've lost, you know, the one of the best players in this country. But he's got a right to go, or it, it, I wouldn't begrudge him going. But I do wonder, and I've said to you before, has he suffered, especially with Levy, because he doesn't have, quote, a proper agent as his brother? And I do yeah. wonder if that's really harmed him. Yeah, it probably has. Uh, and who knows where he'd be if he'd have a proper football agent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or Daniel Levy, not, you know, he could, be, he could be at Man City scoring, you know, as many goals as Haaland this season. Um, yeah. But yeah, but we have said though, we have said before, especially we were talking about it with like the the rice, um, the rice transfer. If Levy is saying there's a price for him, all Bayern have to do is offer the terms that Levy wants, as yeah. unreasonable as they are. If they want the player, it's as simple as that, right? Yeah, it really is. It's uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what we're talking about next week. <laughs> so yeah. Next week to see if he see, see if he's gone or not, or whether he's just played against Brentford. Um, yeah, yeah, it'd be tough. I think, and I, know, I don't want to make this Tottenham heavy, but he, I think, as a Tottenham fan, he'll be the hardest person I've ever seen leave a club. You know, where you get really attached to a player. I think, as much as yeah. I understand his situation, I think you know it was hard to watch Bale go. Um, I found it quite hard to see Sheringham go the first time round. Um, Ginola go as well. I think Kane would top the lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So. Um... It's like someone said that I don't know if you follow um, uh, Fabrizio Romano on uh, on Twitter. And it's like when he announces a deal, it's it's those words. Here we go. And I, I saw someone tweet that here we those three words on the Kane deal are going to be the hardest they've ever hit somebody. He <laughs> said. So yeah, yeah. I, I think it will be like that. Um, a, a, any other transfer? I haven't really followed the transfer request because I've been in Devon all week. So I haven't really followed the football news. But is there any other transfers you want to? Bring up. Just picked out, as I said, Ashley Phillips, uh, Blackburn, Tottenham, two million. Uh, Sadio Mane from Bayern Munich to Al Nasir, um, undisclosed. Uh, that's an interesting one because he only went to Bayern last season. He's, I think, only, he's he? only been there one season, so he's obviously gone. He's gone there, won a trophy, and now he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. Um, an interesting thing, just quickly on on Saudi Arabia. I I heard the radio the other day that their transfer window, I think, closes mid to end September. So. There's potentially, I mean, clubs can say no, but potentially they could still be getting players after Europe's transfer window is closing. So that's that's really interesting, isn't it? Because we kind of assume, but when our transfer windows close, we feel like that's it. Right, Kane's still here; he's still a Tottenham player. That's yeah. it now. But he could yeah. actually go for two more yeah. weeks after that. So yeah, keep watch that's watch your space on that. Um, we've got. Josko Gavardio, uh, Leipzig to Man City, 77 million. And Rasmus Hoyland, uh, Atlanta to Man United for 72 million. So I think they're the, the big ones. And obviously, there's still a number of transfers going. Uh, Van der Ven for Spurs. Um, Arsenal still in for Raya. And oh, I can't remember, can't remember the other one. But yeah, I guess uh, I think next week, we're going to start seeing, I think, a lot more flurry of activity, especially as this is the, the the final week before the Premier League starts. And and obviously then we've only got a couple of weeks before the window shut. So I think, um, well, I'm hoping our transfer section will be a lot busier in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, yeah. And, and, and just before we kind of go on to other bits of news as well, um, I don't know how much of a pre-season stuff you've been following, but I've seen some clips of Man United play yesterday because... I don't know if it, even if it was yesterday or whether it was the day before. 
but there was a, a couple of events in that game which were quite comical to watch. Yeah. And usually when you see yeah. these clips appear on Twitter or X, you assume it's Harry Maguire and someone taking the mick out of Harry Maguire, but it wasn't. Yeah. This time around, it was Mason Mount who had a sitter in front of yeah. goal and just completely yeah. and utterly scuffed it. Yeah. Um, obviously not what you want to do as a new signing at a club to, to make an impression. And the second one is the keeper got lobbed from the halfway line as well. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are saying that it's not his fault because he is a sweeper keeper and it was a poor pass in defence, losing it. But what, what's funny about the keeper one is we mentioned it last week is where he berated Harry Maguire for some poor play. And then yeah. he gets... yeah tripped. And, and again, and the other thing, while we're talking about it, the the social media, the the kind of like the... What's the word? The infantile childish behaviour between sets of fans. So I think uh, Arsenal fans started going mad against United fans because there was a there's a clip where Ramsdale got chipped from far out last yeah, yeah. season. And so everyone now, they're replaying the, the Inanna one from yesterday. And it's, uh, you love it sometimes, but it's also my, ty- my timeline just became images of Ramsdale and Inanna being chipped from the halfway line. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, yeah, funny one. Obviously, you know, you, you have to take pre-seasons with a pinch of salt, but yeah, yeah. You no, know, if if both if that happened, those two events happen next weekend, um, it'd be yeah. a lot a lot worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. So um, obviously, as we mentioned, um, a charity shield is happening as we speak. Um, I'm not sure I really ever get into the charity shield, and maybe because it never ever involves Tottenham, uh, but it <laughs> it it just. I don't know. It feels it feels like two big teams play each other in a preseason friendly. Sometimes people count it as a major trophy. Sometimes they don't count it as a major trophy. Um, it's just a bit of a weird event for me. So I'm not. I don't really feel like I ever sit down and watch it. But obviously this year it's between Arsenal and Man City. Um, Man City obviously winning the double last year, so Arsenal qualified um, for it as a second place. Um, I'm not sure what the score is now. Twenty minutes. Um, uh, minutes, still nil nil at the moment. Still nil nil. Um, it was like the but, most sorry, the most standout item in the game at the moment was Arteta being booked in the seventeenth minute. So it he's probably getting up to his uh, over emotional. That's <laughs> <laughs> a hard match to get booked for, isn't it? As a manager, like how passionate do you get? But obviously, you do. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Um, so I thought I would come out with some, um, I've done some research on the history of the Charity Shield because I always find these sort of things interesting of where it come from. So here is some fun facts about the Charity Shield for you. And I'm going to test you on a few of them to see if you know the answers as well. Here we go. So the, the Charity Shield was founded in 1908. So it's been going a long time. Um <laughs> It took the place of the Sheriff of London Charity Shield, which was an event which was hosted between amateurs and professionals. So a lot bigger when, you know, when we had amateur clubs and professional clubs a bit closer in standard to each other. So it was originally between amateurs and professionals. Who do you think's won it the most times? I think it's won it the most times. Um, I'm going to say either Arsenal or Man United. So I'm going to say Man United. It was Man United, yeah, correct. So, oh, okay. and actually, the other club you mentioned have won it the second amount of, oh, of time. Okay. So, okay. so, well done. So, they Man United have won it a total of twenty-one times. Um, 
But interestingly, it's, it's worth mentioning that four of those times it was shared because before there was penalty shootouts, they just used to share the charity shield. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which seems an alien concept now, uh, but obviously the way we did it. So they've won it 17 times outright and four times shared. So won it in total 21 times. When they used to share it, they used to literally have the trophy for six months and then they would pass it to the other club for, for six <laughs> months fair, to host them at the stadium. Which, which do you know this? I, I don't know why, but when I heard that, it felt like a very kind of school thing to do. Um, and it's the sort of thing I didn't yeah. re- really kind of grasp in my head that that also happened at professional um, football level as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, th- I thought that was quite interesting. Um, revenue for the, and the reason why it was called the Charity Shield because the revenue is um, usually, and it's I should point out, it's not called the Charity Shield anymore. It's called the Community Shield, and we'll talk about yeah. that in a minute. But the revenue for the game is is split. Uh, and it goes to all the 124 clubs which competed in the first round of the FA Cup. Um, okay. And that is then, then those clubs do an onward dono- donation to charity, um, which is why it's, right. where it's got the charity shield. It was originally between the winners of the First Division and the Southern League. Um, and the first match was between QPR and Man United. QPR, who had just won the uh, the Southern League and Man United who had just won the first division um, in 1950 they made a bit of a ch- change um, oh sorry and then uh, after a little while it went between the FA Cup and, and the Division 1 winners in 1950 they decided to do a bit of a random one where the Charity Shield was held between England and the FA team that had just toured Canada um, okay so yeah, so it was the England World Cup team, um, and the, and the team had just the F. I think it was like an FA All Stars type team that had just toured yeah. Canada, um, and then it went back to Premier League and FA Cup winners in 1961. Do you know what happened in 1961, which would have caused no. them a problem? Um, it was the year that Tot- Tottenham won the league double, league and FA Cup double, and they didn't have a plan as to how to, you know to counter because it was the first time it happened. Um, so Tottenham then took on an FA 11, um, a football association 11 made of, of mixed players from different teams. Um, I don't know why they didn't think of just second place in the league like yeah. they do now, but that, that's well, the solution. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't know what to do now if Tottenham did the double. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, in 1959, the game was actually moved to the start of the season. So, up until 1959, it was actually after the FA Cup final. Um, so it got okay. moved to the start of the okay. season. Um, in 1971, Arsenal won the double. So this is 10 years later, and they still hadn't come up with a solution to this, <laughs> this problem. But Arsenal won the double. And then Arsenal decided they, didn't, they couldn't play in it because of pre-season commitments. So it was held between Division 2 and FA Cup runners-up, runners which was Leicester versus Liverpool. Um, it has been shared on a total of 11 occasions like we talked about with penalties being introduced in 1993. Um, in 2002, it changed its name to the Community Shield. But do you know why? No. No, so I didn't know why until I read this, but the Charity Commission found that the FA had failed to specify where the money was going. So they had to change the, the competition to kind of allow for that. Um, in 19, another a few more interesting facts. In 1967, Pat Jennings scored for Tottenham from his own area against Manchester United. Okay. Um, 
Brighton are the only team to have won the Shield without winning the Cup or the league. And to this day, is Brighton's only major trophy um, huh. um, to, to list. So, yeah, so they're unique in that respect. And before 1974, it was hosted at neutral grounds across the country before it moved to Wembley. And then okay. Cardiff, and then back, back to, back to yeah. Wembley again. So it's been hosted all over the country. So White Hart Lane's had it, Highbury's had it. Um, I think our Silver Den in the Millwalls hosted it as well. So it's it's been been all around the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. I mean, I like the idea of a game to open the season up. But yeah, I was thinking, could there could there be a different way? I don't know. Like, did you have the the two teams that got promoted so that whoever got promoted to the championship in division one, maybe those two play off or something random. But uh, yeah, I like the idea of, 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 a, of an, uh, a season opener, but it's generally at the moment. Yeah. It's always going to be your city or, or your Arsenal or your Chelsea. Yeah. It always felt like, so I wonder if there's a different way of putting a highlight, especially now if it's called the community shield, maybe you can put a bit more of a highlight around yeah. other areas of football. Um, yeah. It's, um, it, it would be quite nice if they made it a bit of an event with a women's game as well. So I hosted Wembley hosted two games that day and, and, yeah, and the yeah. women's the women's game did a game before or after or whichever way you decide it. And with the size of Man City squad now and the fact they won the double, they could do Man City A versus Man City B this year, couldn't they? Yeah, that would have been yeah. quite interesting to watch. I probably would tune into that. Yeah, maybe they could do pick a pick a country and it could be the winner of the Premier League against the winner of another another country's league yeah. so you, you make it a bit more world or European focused yeah yeah that's true but this is the one they could make more global isn't it because I know there was talks and we'll probably talk about it in another podcast but there was talks about a game being a Premier League game being hosted internationally yeah. wasn't there yeah yeah it feels like they should do this game and make it a bit more yeah. of, of an event yeah yeah it make it simpler and the fans of the teams would probably be happier that it's not a league game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's so very interesting. Um, I, I thought, as I said, I like looking at the history of some of these games and uh, where they came from. Um, any it's, questions? It's funny, it's like, well, no, it's funny. It's like you said, so what, 115 years it's been going? But yeah, yeah it's not too much interest. So you don't often hear people talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... Um, and like even little things like the concept of it being shared, like to me feels completely alien in today's world. Um, mm. But actually before penalty shootouts became a thing, that's just what they would do. It's just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've got in my mind that I think it, it used to feel bigger. And I'm wondering if it's just because now we have got so much football. There's football on Twitter, football on 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 the internet. You know, you, you've got Sky, BT, Amazon. You're getting football from around the world, Europe. Um, so I do wonder, and and you know, like we said, it's it's often the same team at the moment. So I, I do wonder, maybe was it a bigger bigger thing when it was the first game of football for a long time after a like a six week break? I don't know, but it just feels like we're battered by football information. Um, sort of even out of season so maybe that's kind of diminished it and 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 it's all about like you said actually it's bragging rights it seems to be all about bragging rights for the big competition so it's the argument people who've won it probably call it a big tournament and the people that don't probably say it isn't I, I don't know it's quite interesting isn't it because 
I've I've heard some people say like you know if Man City were to win it and then they would go on you know to be leading leading the contenders for some of the other competitions they would use it to say actually we're going to win the quadruple because we've won the Charity Shield the FA Cup this and this but if it's the only trophy they win it doesn't get mentioned it's yeah. it's that it's that weird question mark about is it a trophy or is it not a trophy and I think it depends on the circumstance. The thing is absolutely. It should be classed as as a big trophy, but like I said, a city won't class it. They'll they'll probably what's the word lower the. They'll probably use it as a thing to say to other clubs, okay, you might celebrate a charity shield, but we've got the treble. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they'll be like I said. They won't be harking on about it because they've they've just won the Champions League. So it's yeah. I guess it's about what level of success. Like I'll be crying out for it right now. So. <laughs> Well, you would you would take a, a charity shield win? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that would have meant we would have had to have won a trophy beforehand. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, that, that, that year that um, Tottenham finished second in the league to Chelsea, I think, I think Chelsea could have won the double that year, couldn't they? Uh, and I think so. We were close to qualifying for it, but then yeah. I think Arsenal won the cup. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I think we, it should be counted. We were close. I think yeah. it should be counted. Why shouldn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, as I said, depends on whether Tottenham win it or not, ever. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we'll move on to our next section. And actually, we've, we've done quite well for time. I didn't think we had too much to talk about, but we've just uh, kept on talking and we've, we've done all right. So obviously, we haven't got the three of us, so it's a bit harder to do a quiz. So this week, I'm doing a challenge for you. Um, so you can count that as a quiz win um, if you complete the challenge. Oh. Oh. So I want to test you on Premier League football stadiums um and what you need to do is and I've, I've thought about the rules of this quite carefully um if you were to name if you could name a stadium outright you get two points so and but if i have to start giving you clues by what team plays there you only get one point so just say you name all 20 stadiums you get 40 as a, as a total of 40 points but if i have to tell you the team and you get one point do you know what's annoyed me about this? What? So, you know the quiz I was going to do, but the week you didn't turn up, so last week, the quiz was on football grounds. Oh, was it? Has this yeah. messed you up? No, it's fine. But it just means you'd probably be better at better at it when we do it because you'd have recently been looking at them. Um, but also, I did go into other divisions, so it's... Uh... Oh, no, this is, just, this, this is just Premier League ones. Okay. Um, but, so... Um, so are you ready? Do, do those rules make sense? So what have I just got to name as many as I can, was it? Sorry, or you're going to give me... So you've got to name as many as you can. And when you've kind of run out of... Um, when you've run out of um, ideas or when you've run out of one that you can name by themselves, then I will give you the clues, but you only get one point for them. Hey. Okay, uh, pen and paper. I'm allowed pen and paper. I just want to make a note. You're, of allowed, you're allowed pen and paper. You're not allowed Google. So Arsenal, Emirates. Yep. So that's two points. Um. Uh, it's funny how, how you get a, a, a blank, isn't it? So at the moment, yeah. uh, let's do the the other one. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. Nice, simple name. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon we're, we're ever sell naming rights to that? 
I thought we I thought we were close, but it'll be yeah. the Jay Z or the or the Eminem <laughs> staging or something. Um, Anfield. Anfield, yep. Um, I was just trying to think. Um, the um, Etihad. Etihad, yep. Obviously, ground of Manchester City. So what I should have said, I think the threshold for pass is above thirty-three points. We're saying. Okay. I'm just trying to remember the teams. Uh, so, uh, uh, Etihad, uh, Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, so I'm just again thinking of teams. Uh, uh, um, Chelsea. Uh, sorry, not not the team. Chelsea, Stamford Bridge. Yeah. St James's Park. Yeah. Um. Teams, isn't it? Um, I'm gonna say Villa Park. Yeah, it's Villa Park. Yeah, yeah, Villa. Villa Park. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's trying to sound like it was really obscure, <laughs> like a really edge case one. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. Have I just done again? Just taken a team and added the name. Um, I'm just trying to think of Aston Villa, uh, Crystal Palace, Selhurst Park. Yeah. Uh, Fulham, um, Craven Cottage. Yeah. Uh, West Ham. Are they at the, is that the London Stadium? That is the London Stadium, yeah. Right, now I think I'm... Because uh, I've forgotten which ones... Have you made a mark of what I've done? <laughs> my yeah, I've made a mark of what you've done, don't worry. Okay. Uh, what else is there? How many points have I got? Uh, you can see if you're close to the threshold. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So you've got on 22 points. You've got 11 teams. There's nine you haven't got yet. Everton, uh, Goodison. Yeah. So that gives you 12 teams that you've got. So 24 points. I'm to remember teams. Um, it's funny, isn't it? When you, you know, if you name the teams, it's obvious what division they're in. But when you get put on a spot to name them all, it's quite Wolves challenging. Are, uh, Wolves are there, right? So, Molyneux. Yep. And now I think I might need help, but mainly because I'm running out of teams, I think, in my head. <laughs> I, I should, I'll should. i show you. I've made such a mess, but I haven't actually written them down in any order. I've, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I need some help now. So, uh, you want a team name? Yeah. Um, well, I'll go for the first one alphabetically. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. That's oh, they've got the funny one, Vitality. Yep, Vitality. Do you want another one? Yep. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go a bit further down. Luton Town. Oh my God, Luton Town. <laughs> We talk about it all the time. <laughs> Luke, oh, yeah, I know this. Oh, my <laughs> word. Oh, no, this is a complete brain freeze. Luton. I hear it on the radio all the time. We're down the road from it. They've got a bad away I've, stand. <laughs> it was on social... Oh, I've, do you know I've drawn a complete... Black, um, do you want to wipe that down and come back to it? No, because I probably... Won't. They're called the Hatters. Does that give me anything? 
<laughs> what, the Hatter's Arena? No, it's not. It's not the Hatter's Arena. It's not the Luton Stadium either. You know what? No, I've drawn a complete blank. Um, I'll put you down for zero if I'm back to Kenilworth Road. Ah, oh, you absolute. <laughs> um, do you want another clue? Another team, yeah, yeah. Uh, Burnley. I don't know, but I, I'm just going to say I don't think it is um, Turf Moor. It is Turf Moor. Oh, it is so it Turf Moor. You, get, you, get, you get one point for that one. Um, you want another clue? Yeah. Um, let's go Sheffield United. Uh, Bram, Bramall Lane. Yeah. Um, Nottingham Forest. At the city ground. City ground, yeah. Which always confuses uh, me because you got Notts County, Notts Forest, and then neither of them have got City. So you hear the City ground, I always think it's something else. Um, Brentford? No, I don't know that. I think it's called, and I need to fact check it, so I've got it as a Brentford Community Stadium, but I felt like, I feel like that's wrong. Um, I should have just said I, Brentford ground. I might, that might be the yeah. trick next time. But well, you put you down for, for Nort... Um, points like that and Brighton and Hove Albion is the last one but you know what I don't know that I should know that one I feel like I should do but I don't I, I, I don't know um, I think it's either called the American Express Stadium or the Amex oh I was... no I've got Stevenage in my head that's the Lamex okay so yeah so okay. you've got two four five Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty-one. Oh, oh damn it. So below threshold. Do you know the problem is it's just not writing teams down in an order. If I'd have known, because I got some of the ones I knew them, but I just couldn't remember the teams that I needed to go through. Damn it. Yeah, it's okay. um it's be, it's be, it's just being put on the spot as well. And uh, like yeah. you said, mind freeze, brain freeze comes all the time. Luton, now um, I oh, I'm kicking myself over that. Um <laughs> just just before we go, just update, there's eight minutes to go, but City have taken the lead in the community shield. Uh, okay, we'll see how that one uh pans out. Um anything else to add for this one, Dan? No, just I think as you said, uh, let's keep an keep an eye out on social media for the fantasy football league. Uh, yeah, please do join because yeah, we'll, we'll need a bit of competition. I think if we get some competition, it might spur us on to uh, <laughs> to, to, to stay it, involved. Yeah, to stay involved. Yeah, and yeah, no, just uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks all. Uh, we'll speak to you all next week. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Just Football. If you enjoyed the show please subscribe and leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at JustFootballPod or contact us through email on JustFootballPod at gmail.com. We'll be back next time with more football talk. Until then, keep your head up and your eyes on the ball.